welcome everybody to the podcast Hearers of the Word, offered by Kieran O'Mahony. This is really a reflection for Trinity Sunday, but on all three readings, Exodus 34, 4-6, 8-9, 2 Corinthians 13, verses 11 to 13, and John 3, 16 to 19. Some 15 or 20 years ago, I had a conversation with a Muslim scholar researching different religious traditions. He was strongly against the doctrine of the Trinity, and so he proved quite hard to talk to. In his mind, Christians did not believe in one God, but in three, a limited form of polytheism, tritheism, if you will, but polytheism all the same. I just couldn't get across the idea that we Christians really do believe in one God, but that we have a kind of modulated monotheism. As we affirm every Sunday, we believe in one God. At the same time, we have a story to tell, a story of God both beyond history and within history and within each of us. Trinity marks all we do in prayer. Every time we gather, we start with the sign of the cross. Every Sunday we recite the creed. Both are evidently and robustly Trinitarian. It is worth recalling that behind the doctrine of one God in three persons stands not a set of ideas, but an experience, a story, the story of the Creator, the story of the Saviour, and the story of the Sanctifier. And that story, that experience, is what the doctrine is trying to hold. Probably we don't often think about the Trinity, but today is a good opportunity. Our story of God is a rich one. We affirm the origin of everything in God, and God's presence in everything. We affirm Jesus Christ, his ministry and teaching, his death and resurrection, as the culmination of God's engagement with humanity through history. We affirm the Spirit within, God's presence in the hearts of us all, in the voice of conscience, and even more, the inner gift of love. As St. Paul puts it, The love of God has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit given to us. Our threefold story is rich, and like all things profound, it evades, even resists, definition. Nevertheless, as an attempt to hold these experiences in hobbling human words, the doctrine of the Trinity evolved quite early on. It may help to say that doctrines are not really descriptions. We are talking of things beyond the capacity of our words. Instead, doctrines, if I may put it like this, are language rules to orient us towards the mystery, to hold us before the presence of God, and not least, to preserve us from any crude simplification or domestication of the mystery. Does any of this matter? A resounding yes is called for. The Trinity means that there are relationships of love within God. Even more, 
the Trinity offers us the possibility of real relationships with God in the gift of the Spirit. The Trinity reminds us that community, being with others, is not only at the heart of what it means to be human, it is also at the heart of what it means to be God. It is not too much to say that the social teaching of Christianity is grounded in the social reality of God as Trinity. To go back to my Muslim partner in dialogue, we affirm our belief every Sunday in one God, but ours is a modulated monotheism. And so building on that, we believe the spiritual journey means not just relationship with God, but relationship within God. As Teresa of Avila boldly put it, prayer is nothing else than being on terms of friendship with God. Being a believer means loving and serving our neighbour. We do this after the example and at the command of Christ. But even more, we do it because God is love, the love of Father, Son and Spirit. And finally, because God is present in all that is, we can make our own the arresting words of Sirach. We could say more, but could never say enough. Let the final word be, He is the All. And in practice, we honour the Creator by honouring the creation. This extraordinary richness and depth are affirmed at the beginning and end of every liturgy as we make the sign of the cross. A poem. Perhaps we need to turn to the poets to capture something of the sense of mystery. And I offer two verses from a series of nine strophes entitled Opposite by Padraig Daly. Number one. Inhaling the smell of fading roses in a garden sheltered by elms, sun warm on my skin, I know for this small moment that he who is opposite wraps closely around us. Two. I can't explain why he, being other, should have regard for us. But the cowslip, rising like a meerkat above the grass, the setter running over meadows, quantum, loop and quark, convince me of his cherishing. Thank you very much, everybody.